0: feel. Hallelujah. I know that God's anointing will carry me through tonight. As never before, when daddy said I was going to bring forth God's word tonight, I have never felt so, you know, um, anxious like I felt today because I believe that March has been a month where God's word has been in overflow in this place and it's been a month of going forward. I think, I believe that daddy has touched on everything, we, every key that we need to go forward. But I trust God to take me through tonight to minister to you in the name of Jesus. There has been so much war these months in this church like never before. I have not been able to recover from supernatural experience message keeps playing in my mind over and over again hallelujah and that's why you need to get that tape it's been a supernatural experience for me hallelujah thank you sir for this opportunity I'm so grateful and I trust that God will help me tonight to do in your lives what he has prepared his servant to do in this house hallelujah hallelujah it's been a month of going forward And I said there has been so much word, but God wants to speak something new to your heart tonight. And I trust that that word will transform your life in the name of Jesus. It's been a month of going forward, and I'm going to be giving you two or three keys on how to move forward in every area of your life. And that is said that going forward means to make progress. To take a step. To make progress. Hallelujah. It means to progress. And he also said that we need to make progress, we need to move forward in our lives, um, spiritually, financially, um, academically, maritally, relationally, um, in our business, in our careers, in God's plan and purpose for our lives, we, God wants us to move, um, forward, hallelujah, so he said in his word, um, Ted John, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul Prosper. So God wants us to experience Him in complete measure. He doesn't want us to be sick and bewildered. No, He wants us to be whole and still be wealthy. He wants us to be whole in body and still be whole in spirit. Hallelujah. And you are going forward tonight in every area of your life in the name of Jesus. If you are experiencing stagnation in your life, spiritually, financially, academically, maritally, relationally, in your business, assignment. God's purpose for your life. I know that God will take you forward tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I read a few scriptures before we go forward tonight. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. I'm reading from the NLT version of the Bible. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. He said, then the Lord told Abraham, leave your country, your relatives, and your father's house, and go to the land that I will show you. I will cause you to become the father of a great nation. Hallelujah. Verse 4. So Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed him. So now, it's a month of going forward. The first thing I want to say tonight is that when God gives you a command, you almost have no reason... Obey that command by virtue of where you are. The only tangible thing you have at that point in time is God's word, the word, word that He's spoken. So He says to Abraham, Leave your father and your mother. This is a man that had been with his father all his life. This is a man that did not know how to do things on his own, and God is saying to him, Leave, just leave to a land that I will show you. He doesn't know the land that God will show him, he doesn't know the state of the land that God will show him, but he knows that God has a blessing in it for, for him. Hallelujah! So, say, Leave your father and move to a land that I will show you. So, when God gives you a command, a lot of times you say, No. I don't have a reason. God says to you, "I need you to make progress in my in your spiritual life. I need you to. Um, I'm going to make you the greatest healer. I'm going to make you an evangelist. Hallelujah! I'm going to bring you into deeper depths with in fellowship with me." And you say to God, "But I've never prayed for." um one hour before i've never prayed for thirty minutes before you begin to explain to god the reasons why um you cannot grow spiritually and you say to him no one has come to this level in my life in my family but if you take god's word and trust for his grace then you see yourself grow move forward spiritually how you know by praying by reading god's word by just trusting in him you see yourself moving forward spiritually. God says to you, you are going to make a million in 2018. And you turn to God and said to him, but I've not made 100,000 in my entire life. How am I supposed to make a million naira? Hallelujah. So, it is God saying to you, you are going to move forward financially this year. And the human beings that we are will begin to make calculations and calculate and calculate. But if you take God as His word and then He begins to lead you on, oh, if I see this is how what to do to make a million naira this year. Hallelujah. So we must understand that God's command is not consistent with our situation, our present state. God's promises is not consistent with our present state. So, God says to Abraham, you're going to be the father of many nations. And here is a man who is so old and has not even had a child. But every time God spoke a word and said to him, you're going to make progress in this area of your life. He takes that word and runs with it. So, God's command, God's promises is not always in alignment With what he's saying. With your situation. It's always contrary to your situation. Hallelujah. It's always contrary to your situation. But you have to believe that word. So he says to Gideon. You have to go and prepare. You have to go and rescue my people. And Gideon is telling God a lot of stories. giving a a lot of reasons why he cannot go to deliver. Because what God is saying is not consistent with his background, with his situation. But he has God's word to hold onto. Hallelujah. He has God's word to hold onto. Abraham took God's word and won with it. Joseph took God's word and won with it. Even in prison. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter, Numbers chapter 13. That's my key scripture for tonight. The book of Numbers chapter 13. Hallelujah. You're moving forward tonight in the name of Jesus. Verse chapter 13 from verse 1. He said, The Lord now said to Moses, Send men to explore the land of Canaan. The land I am giving to Israel. Send one leader from each. Hallelujah. From each of the twelve ancestral tribes. So Moses did as the Lord commanded. So because of time, I'm going to explain the story. And so um, the twelve spies get to, um, to Canaan. G- goes to spy. And um, the saw... Let me read from verse 25. He said, after exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses, Aaron, and the people of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruits they had taken from the land. This was their report to Moses. We arrived in the land you sent us to see, and it is indeed a magnificent country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is some of its food as proof. But the people living there are powerful and their cities and towns are fortified and very, very large. We also saw the the descendants of Anak who are living there. The Amalekites live in the Negev. Hallelujah. Verse 30, he said, but Caleb tried to encourage the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land. He said, we can certainly conquer it. But the other men who had explored the land with him answered, "We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we." So they spread discouraging reports about the land among the Israelites. The land we explored, we swallow up any who any who go to live there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants. They are the descendants of Anak. We felt like grasshoppers next to them, and that's what we look like to them. He said, "We ourselves felt like grasshoppers." to them and because we felt that way they began to see us that way hallelujah so they went to spy this land and they saw a lot of good things a lot of reasons why they should go to this land but thing was going to stand on their paths they wondered how they could overthrow the giants hallelujah the giants in the land Came back and took god at his word and began to encourage the people if god says this then he's going to do it i'm going to read numbers chapter 14. look at verse 7 verse 6 two of the men who had explored the land joshua son of moon and caleb son of Jephunneh, tore their clothes and they said to the community of israel the land we explored is a powerful land and if the Lord is pleased with us he will bring us safely into that land and give us to us and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey and he will give it to us. Do not rebel against the Lord and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless pray to us. They have no protection but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. Hallelujah. So everything was good in the land but an obstacle them in the face. Just like the light was staring David in the face. I believe that David knew within deep in his spirit that God had equipped him to kill Goliath. That that was his way to the throne. But his brothers kept telling him, you small boy, what are you doing here? The only thing you've done in your entire entire life is to take care of ships where you were not even noticed. No one knew about you. the Lord, Caleb said the Lord is with us, so we can take this land. So when God gives you a promise, God has said this month is going to be our, our month of going forward. I believe a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, I believe God has dropped ideas in your, on your minds, spiritually, financially, relationally. And you ask God, God says get married, and you say to God, oh, I don't even have a house now. But Now he said in Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 he said God is not a man that he should lie he's not a son of man that he should repent have he said it will he not do it so when God says a word he says it because he has the power to bring it to come to pass he's not depending on you and me to bring it to come to pass no he gave the word he has the responsibility to bring it to come to pass hallelujah So the first thing you must understand you must overcome before you can go forward is the grasshopper mentality the grasshopper mentality the first thing you must overcome to move forward in your life all around is the grasshopper mentality so daddy talked about keeps talking about somebody who um said oh looked at a black um a, a black um, t- t- television and said to himself, oh, where will I ever get this? So, some of you are sitting there and maybe you are staying in a one-room apartment, uh, maybe you are even squatting, or uh, you don't even have an income yet, or you're struggling to feed, and God has said to you in 2018, or in March, you are going forward, and you begin to question him, but it's not really in your power to bring it to come to pass. So, you have to overcome that mentality. You know, we speak a lot and we spoke, um, we keep speaking and we see a lot of things around and we say to them, oh, this man, it has five children. How come for 20 years, he has lived in just a one room apartment for 20 years with five children, with six children. I believe that apart um, from the fact that the enemy is doing, um, fighting against his life, I believe that his mentality has not been corrected to know that no, you can't live above this level in life. So to go forward, you must overcome the grasshopper mentality. It's a mentality that goes with the crowd. So the spy goes, the spies go to spy on the land. And just two people out of the crowd come out to say that we can take the land. So the story of the, the, the grasshopper is 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 known to grasshoppers are known to just move, you know, um together. Without the purpose. They don't know why they are moving together, just without the purpose. Hallelujah. They move in numbers together. They take from the land. They destroy the land without giving. They just want to take and take and take. Hallelujah. They eat each other. That's one of the um, qualities of, of grasshoppers. They eat each other. So we see a lot of crowd. A lot of people just living normal lives spiritually, financially, maritally, and otherwise. But things can change. That's not where God wants you to be not where God wants you to be. Genesis chapter 11. Chapter s- Hallelujah. Verse 1. He said, at one time, the whole world spoke a single language and used the same wo- words. as the people migrated eastward, They found the plain in the land of ba- Babylonia and settled there. They began to talk about construction projects. Come, they said, let's make great piles of burnt brick and collect natural to use as a mortar. Let's build a great city with a tower that reaches to the skies, a monument to our greatness. This will bring us together and keep us from scattering all over the world. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. Look, He said, if they can accomplish this when they have just begun to take advantage of their common language, Hallelujah, and political unity. Just think of what they will do later. Nothing will be impossible for them. So, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7 says, As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. So, everything, the progress you are going to make in life, first starts with your thinking. What are you thinking? Are you thinking that that house that God says you are going to build, you can't build it. Are you thinking that that spiritual level God says you are going to reach, you can't reach it. Are you thinking that that wife you're supposed to marry, you are not qualified to marry that husband you're supposed to marry. You are not qualified to marry. Are you thinking that you cannot have enough to fulfill God's plan for your life? Are you thinking that you cannot have that job because you come from a background that is low? What are you thinking? What's on your mind? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And who you think you are must be defined as a believer by God's word. Who says you are a royal priesthood? That's who you are. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3.20 says, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. what are you thinking? Because God wants to do exceedingly abundantly, but he wants to know what you are thinking, what you really want. So your mind must be adjusted. You must begin to think. You must begin to know that, oh, this is where I am now. But God is saying to me, start that business. God is saying to me, I can have that business. I can have that marriage. I can have that relationship. I can fulfill God's plan for my life. I can break out from this place of stagnation. I can be distinguished in my career, in my academics. I can be different from the members of my family. Yes, there, there, there are stories we nothing to write uh, home about, but I am joined to the Lord now. God can change my story and make me great again. Hallelujah. So what you're thinking should not be better your village, your mistakes your circumstances, your situation now, it must be founded on God's word and what God's word says about your spiritual growth, what God's word says about your finances what God's word says about your academics, you must find it in the word. Hallelujah if you begin to look at that word, then you will not complain God will lead you to plan how to accomplish that instead of complaining. God said to them, first of all, go and spy the land. He was now taking them through the process of entering the land. Initially, God said, I'm going to give you this land, but now he's prepared to give it, and he said, go and spy the land. So, he's taking them through the process. All they had to do was to trust him. All they had to do was to obey. So, I believe so many times we can't really trust the Lord but he's spoken it, so we have to trust him. Hallelujah. We have to trust him. Forget about your past. Forget about the situation that you find yourself. It's not relevant to God's word. It's not relevant. Forget about your background. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43. So you've got to change your mind because what you're thinking is what you might be experiencing. Hallelujah. Verse 18. He said, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am, I am about to do a brand new thing. So there has been no one who has been rich you drove a car in your family. Who became a pastor in your family, who built a house in your family, who got married, who saved married, there'd be no one. But God is about to do a new thing in your life in the name of Jesus. God wants you to take you from this place where you are to where you ought to be, but you need to trust Him, you need to hold on to His word. Romans 423 said, Abraham staggered not at God's word. He staggered not. He had every reason by virtue of the fact that he was old. Sarah was old. But he staggered. No, he stood firm at God's word and trusted this God. And I tell you the truth: no one trusts in the Lord. And goes home empty. Proverbs chapter 3, from verse 5 to 6, thousand that you say, trust in the Lord with all your hearts. And lean not on your own understanding. So, what you understand is are the things you see around the circumstances, the situations, the challenges, the level that you find yourself in is what you understand, is what you know. So, God is saying, lean not on that understanding that you know, but trust in the Lord, ignore the situation. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord, ignore the situation. So one way to overcome that mentality is to trust in the Lord. Is to trust in the Lord. Trust in God. Lean not on your understanding. Forget about your past. Forget about the things that you know. God is set to do. To move you forward to where you ought to be. This is not your resting place. Hallelujah. Remember how God delivered you in the past so many times. So he is able to deliver you once more. Hallelujah. So forget about your background, your past. First Corinthians five seventeen says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. If any man be in Christ, he's new. Everything about him is new. Romans 12 verse 1. Romans 12 verse 1, Romans 8 verse 1, he said, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do. Hallelujah. And you will know how good and pleasing and perfect his win is. He said, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So, God starts to transform your life from what you think. It starts to transform your life from what you think. So someone said, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, then you can't. So what you think in your heart spurs you to accomplish God's purpose for your life. Hallelujah. So, the ways to overcome the grasshopper mentality, the first thing is said, trust God. Second thing, forget your past and background. Begin to think what God thinks about you. The third thing, align your thoughts with God's word. Because God's word and his thoughts, God's word has stopped. See yourself as God sees you. See yourself as as God sees you. He said he became poor that we, through his poverty, will become rich. He was sick so that you can be whole. He became seen that you will become righteous. So there was an exchange at the cross. So God doesn't want you to stay at this place where you are. He wants you to move forward in every area of your life. Hallelujah. The next thing you need to do to overcome that grasp our mentality is to leave your comfort zone by obeying God. I say to a lot of people, you have been in this spot for too long. Now, God says, take a step. You have nothing to lose. You actually have nothing to lose because you've been at that level for 5 years, 10 years, 20 years and nothing has changed. Now God is saying move. You don't have anything to, to lose. you got to take that risk. I know you are afraid. Oh, what if doesn't happen? You know, you begin to calculate. But you have to obey like Abraham who took himself and began to move without knowing where he was going to. So I read read a story of a young man in Uganda who, um, God told him, he said God told him to um, become uh, a supplier of roofing materials. He had, you know, he he did all his registration, he um, did all the things he needed to do, but he did not have money to import those materials. And then one day God said to him, go to Dubai and meet this company who supplies this material, talk to this man talk to the owner, the manufacturer, talk to him and he's going to give you. And he gets to this man's office and the man says to him, Ask him, uh, um, we already have no, how old are you? He said 28. He said you're too young. Then the man says to him, um, how old is your manufacturer? Because this man has, um, a distributor in Uganda already. He said, the young man says to the owner of the company, how old, how, um, how old is that man there in Uganda where I'm coming from and he says to the man he says to him "Um, my distributor there is 60 years and he looks the man in the face and says to him this man has maybe like 10 years to live won't you start with me now hallelujah will you start with me won't you build a legacy for for your family by starting with me I have at least 50 years more to live he doesn't have money in his pocket, but his mind is making him to talk. And then, the man looked at him and said, I'm going to make you the second distributor in Uganda. I'm going to half. You know, what I used to give to that man, you're going to take half now. And right now, he's the biggest, you know, he's, 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 the, he's the biggest roofing company in Uganda. Hallelujah. He didn't have money in his pocket. Sometimes you don't have to have money. You just have to obey God. Obey God. What God says to you sounds stupid. Sometimes. Always. It sounds not real because of the circumstances, the situations around you, your level in life. Hallelujah. But you have to hold on to God's word and begin to believe it. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, she said, said, I have nothing to lose. I will press and touch the hem of Christ's garment. After all, I've been with this sickness for 12 years, and nothing happened to me. I spent all I had. I don't have anything to lose. I'm going to obey God now. Hallelujah. So you have to obey. And then keep saying it. Overcome that mentality by, by saying it. What you now think has to come out of your mouth keep saying it that's one way to overcome the grass mentality keep saying it keep saying it you are in a warm apartment good, but keep saying it thank you father for that good place that I built because God has shown you thank you for that husband thank you for that wife thank you because I am the chief executive officer of so so and so company you have to keep saying it. Thank you because I'm the best student in my class, in my school. Thank you because I'm the best wife, I'm the best husband. I'm the best employee. Hallelujah. You have to keep saying it. My, one of my greatest scriptures is Mark chapter 11. A very simple but powerful scripture. Mark chapter 11. Verse 23 to 24. Hallelujah. 23 to 24. I assure you that you can say to this mountain, may God lift you up and throw you into the sea and your command will be obeyed. All that's required is that you really believe and do not doubt in your heart. Listen to me, you can pray for anything and if you believe, you will have it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can pray for anything if you believe, and pray means saying it. To pray means to say, you're saying it to God, you're saying it to the water here, you're saying it to the atmosphere. You said, anything, anything you, you, you say. Hallelujah. He like said, if you say to this mountain, if you say to this mountain. keep saying it. I have more scriptures, but I think I'll go forward because of time. Keep saying it. The next thing I want to say to overcome that situation, uh, overcome the grasshopper mentality is refuse to be comfortable with where you are. Some people are comfortable where they are. They're comfortable with that result, comfortable as a single, comfortable with that marriage, com- comfortable with their business, comfortable with just staying you know, without doing anything. Refuse. So Jebbers, Jebbers, Jabez was tired. He saw his situation. My mother bore me in sorrows. But he said, No, I'm not going to be the one who carries this name. A boy that was born in sorrow. No, I refuse to be that boy. I refuse to be defined that way. And then he used his voice to the Lord. And said, Oh God, enlarge. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. That's first Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. He refused. Refuse in your mind. Tell yourself, I have stayed in this place for too long. I've remained in Egypt for too long. I've remained in this financial state for too long. I've remained in this spiritual state for too long. I need a breakout. Hallelujah. I need a breakout. I need a breakout. And as God is saying this to you, you must be willing to change your mentality. Change your mentality. Change what you're thinking. Your mind has been conditioned conditioned by what you see around you, how long you've lived. You've got to change your mentality by God's word. Hallelujah. So we can go forward by changing our mentality, by overcoming the grasshopper mentality we can say, no, we are not going back to Egypt. Hallelujah. God's word to you is the beginning of your journey to destiny. God's word to you is the beginning of your journey to destiny. It's your legal tender. is what you have. And so they get to the Red Sea and they want to turn back to Egypt. Egypt was of no good they suffered so much there. I would prefer to go forward where I will not have masters. Even if I have to suffer. But that mentality was still there. Hallelujah. So that's the first thing you have to do. Overcome the grasshopper mentality. This is not your level. This is not where God wants you to be. This is not what God plans for you. John 29 verse 11. He said, my plans for you are plans of good. Of, of plans to prosper you and give you the future that you hope for. You can see God is saying, give you the future that you hope for. What future do you have in mind? Anything you ask of him, that future that you have, He can do it. Hallelujah. So don't let your circumstances define you. Your situations define you. No. The second thing to, you have to do to go forward is to build capacity and develop skills needed for the next level. God says you are going to go forward. God says you're going to go forward. But he wants you to build capacity and develop yourself for the next level. So God says to you, I'm going to give you this man as your husband. I'm going to give you this woman as your wife are you developing the capacity through reading, through listening to tapes through praying to become that wife or that husband that God wants you to be so God says the word, but he wants you to build capacity to develop yourself God says to me for example, I'm going to be the governor of Beno City in the next 10 years what am I doing about it? know what I'm going to do? I'm going to further my education. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to study my Bible more. I'm going to read administrative books. I'm going to talk to people who have been able to lead well. So, I'm going to take steps to ensure that when God places me on in power, I'm not going to disappoint him. God won't make you the general He will not make you the chief executive officer if he knows you're going to destroy that company. He's not going to give you to that man if he knows you're going to destroy that man. He's not going to give you to that woman if he knows that you're going to destroy that woman. He has to prepare you first. God has to take you through the process. You have to be ready to go. One of the places God took the children of Israel through was going to spy the land. That was a process. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about Daniel and he said Daniel had an excellent spirit. And then Joseph went to prison. And I believe he was praying. He was still with God for him to be able to interpret dreams. So while he was in prison, he was looking forward. Dear God said he was going to be on the throne. But he did not sit there angry, unmoved, and said to himself, God has disappointed me. No, he did not say to himself, I'm going to end among these prisoners. No. He developed his capacity. Hallelujah. God says to you, I need to move you from 100,000 to 1,000,000. He gives you that idea. You can't wait for God to build that idea. You need to go and search. You need to read books. You need to talk to people who have built companies before. If you can reach gate, you have to reach gate and talk to him. You need to pray because God gave you the vision. He knows the way forward. Hallelujah. Sometimes you have to sell something to start that business. You have to fill that empty pot to have that wine. Hallelujah! Sometimes you have to lay that seed and said, "God, you said that I'm going to make one million this year. I'm putting the seed in your house. Hallelujah!" Before God took manasseh, he was a wine presser. He was doing something. Hallelujah! So build capacity. Try to be good at what you do. Try to be good at who you are. God wants me to be a good mother. God wants me to raise my children. In the way of the Lord. But every, every time I read books, I listen to tapes, I think of it. Oh, how much can I invest in the life of these children? How can I do that? Because God has given me that vision. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 14, verse 28, that's my last scripture. I'm overshooting my time. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 14, verse 28. He said, but don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first getting estimates and then checking to see if there is enough money to pay the bees Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of funds. And then how everyone would laugh at you hallelujah they would say there's a person who started that building and ran ran out of money before it was finished but that is not your portion in the name of Jesus so as God says the idea to you don't relax spiritually still pray about it talk to your pastor in the house this is what God is saying to me this is the business you see a lot of people have gone to start business in this church and lost their money because they did not come to talk he's not just a man of God who has a business sense even if he doesn't do no business, he has, he has the spirit of God. He sees what you cannot see. Hallelujah. So two ways tonight, change your mentality. Build capacity. Be good at what you do. Ecclesiastes chapter nine verse ten. Be good at what you do. Chapter 22, verse 27, we we'll see a diamond consist um, diligent in his work, he shall stand before kings and not men, men. So be good as what should be diligent. Diligent means to be consistent, to persist. Yes, you've not seen what God said, but persist. You persist. Hallelujah. One way you persist is by continuing to develop yourself. What that is reading today, what is speaking today, he's not looking at today. If he was looking at today, what he has read and prayed about over the years is enough. It's too much, but there is somewhere where God is taking him to. Hallelujah! So keep being consistent, persist. Sometimes you have to learn a trade. It's not all about money. Sometimes. Hallelujah! I said to somebody, "Why can't you learn tailoring?" And she says to me, "I don't have money." No, why can't you go and learn how to make hair? I don't. She said to me, I don't have money. I said, Look at that lady there. She doesn't have money, but she went to that shop and told told them, I can be helped. I can help you, but I want to learn. You understand? Because she knows that's one place God wants her to be. Be on your feet tonight and begin to thank God for His word. Thank Him for His word. Be on your feet tonight and thank Him for a change of mentality. I have so much to say, but the time is gone. And I think you've heard enough for tonight. Thank God. Thank God for what you've heard tonight. Philippians 3, verse 13 to 14. Paul speaking, he said, I press
1: forth, I press forward to receive the mark. I press. I keep pressing forward. I keep pressing forward. I keep pressing forward until I receive. Because we thank God for our we thank you for a change of mentality. Every breath of our mentality is being destroyed be the in the name of Jesus. You know what the Bible said? It said, You have the mind of Christ. That is the mind that God has given to you as a believer. The mind of Christ. He said you have a soul mind and a spirit. Oh, you have a You have a sound mind. You have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. Father, we thank you for a change of mentality, a change of level. We give you praise because, Father, give me the desire to develop myself, the desire to grow, the desire to follow your path, the desire to obey your word, the strength to trust in you bless you and bless change in the name of Jesus. For Adam, when my position comes, when my promotion comes, I will be ready for the throne. I will be ready for the throne. My position will not pass me by. I will be ready for the throne. I will be ready for that promotion in the name of Jesus. Shatay Father, we pray for everyone in the house that will be ready for that promotion in the name of Jesus, that will be ready for that place of destiny, for that husband, for that wife, for that business, for that film must that will be ready in the name of Jesus. We do the praise. We can thank the Lord tonight.